0: What's going on man, Patrick James here and welcome to another most definitely gonna smash Monday. Happy Monday, hope you're having a great day. Let's start off the week right. So in this video, I wanna give you four subtle banter switches that you can make in conversation that not only create tension with girls, but also spark attraction and create that flirty vibe with her. But before we get into it, if you aren't already subscribed to the Broad Dating Advice family, then hit that subscribe button and turn on the notification bell. That way you get notified whenever my videos come out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And on Fridays, we do Q and A videos where I rapid fire the questions that you guys leave in the comments below my Monday and Wednesday video. So that said, let's get into the first subtle switch that you can make in your banter-filled conversations with girls. So whether this is a first date with a girl or you just approach her or at a bar, a nightclub, a grocery store, doesn't really matter. That first few minutes of the conversation, that's where a lot of this stuff is gonna apply. I actually scratch that, a lot of this is actually gonna apply to your entire conversation for as long as you know this girl but especially in the beginning when you're building that attraction for her. So the first one is your vocal tonality. Now most people, especially if you're kind of new to game, you don't really know much about how your vocal tonality affects the way women become attracted to you. Because most guys who really have low self-confidence with women, or especially with this area, or if they're not used to approaching women that they've never spoken to before, or going on dates with girls who they've never really met before and don't really know much about her, then a lot of times what you'll find is they're often having a seeking rapport tonality. So there's three basic tonalities, and I'll give you a little mind hack to help you remember this in the moments. that way you don't have to micromanage everything. But basically, the seeking rapport tonality is when it goes up in inflection towards the end of your sentences so for example if I put on the screen a sentence and I say I am a badass right three words right if I put a question mark at the end of that sentence what would it sound like if you read it out with a question mark obviously it sounds like I am a badass I am a badass I am a badass Right? You're asking a question and it sounds like you're uncertain about the words coming out of your mouth And if you're not certain about the things that come out of your mouth Then she's not gonna be certain about wanting to put you in her mouth if that makes sense So how do we change this well rather than having the question mark tonality which seeks rapport which seeks her validation Which gives her the power in this conversation all you have to do is put a period at the end of your sentences So you can say I am a badass and it sounds like you know you're a fucking badass It sounds like you're speaking with conviction with certainty Certainty. And if you speak with conviction and certainty, obviously it's going to create a lot of attraction because she knows that you truly believe that you're a badass. Now, how do we put this on steroids so it even creates tension? Well that's where you have the breaking rapport tonality, which rather than going up in inflection at the end of your sentences, all you have to do is put a period at the end, but you kind of go up in the middle, that way you can come back down at the end. So I am a badass, I am a badass, right? It kind of goes down in inflection. So. How does this apply directly to your conversation? So what's a common question that a guy would ask in, in a conversation with a woman? So you can say something like, so where are you from? I wanna know, tell me where you're from, right? Seeking reports and if you're not paying attention to this and you obviously want her approval and you're not used to bantering with high quality women, then it's very natural for you to go, hey, so tell me where you're from. Oh my God, I'm so happy about that, that's awesome. And it's seeking reports, approval seeking, and you don't want that. So you can be like, so, Tell me where you're from. And it kind of goes up and then back down at the end of the sentence. And that right there is what it sounds like to have a seductive vocal tonality. You're breaking rapport, and because you're breaking rapport with her, then it actually spikes tension in the interaction, which leads to her becoming more attracted to you in the moment. So that's a little hack, is think about what punctuation you're using at the end of your sentences if someone was putting subtitles at the bottom of everything that you said on the screen. Does it have a question mark tonality or is there a hard period at the end of your sentences? And even worse, you do not want to do the other tonality that I haven't seen a lot of people talk about, which is the dot, 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 where you're kind of just trailing off in volume towards the end of your sentences, right? Because that sounds like you're uncertain about yourself. So don't do that, right? Have the certain tonality where you speak with conviction and you end your sentences on a hard period and you're often asking questions with a breaking report tonality. A good example of someone who does this really well is Ryan Gosling and Crazy Stupid Love. Objection. Leading the witness. Wow, Hannah, you're really wearing that dress like you're doing it a favor. Oh. And what you'll notice is that if you go back and watch that movie, Ryan Gosling, every single time he says a sentence to a girl, whether it's a statement or a question, it almost always has the breaking rapport tonality. And just because you're breaking rapport with a girl doesn't mean that you're pushing her away enough to where she's gonna be offended and wanna leave, but all it does is spikes tension in the moment. That way she can feel attraction for you. So that's the first one. The second one is bask in tension. You have to learn how to bask intention when you're bantering with girls because here's the thing the whole basis of attraction when you attract a girl when you do any of the 107 proven ways in this book you're going to be creating sexual tension in your conversations with girls and if you create that tension but you can't handle that tension you can't bask in that tension like it's no big deal then what is that going to subtly imply to her it's gonna subtly imply that you don't have a lot of experience in banter filled high tension conversations like this and because you don't have a lot of experience she's gonna assume that you don't get a lot of girls and if you don't get a lot of girls and that's literally negative pre-selection to where she's like I don't want to be the only girl who's giving this guy attention because let me just think about this practically if you're driving down the street and you see two restaurants and you're really hungry and both restaurants look exactly identical and the only difference was this one had a lot of cars in the parking lot meaning a lot of people were eating there and this one was empty which one are you going to be more likely to go to? Right? Obviously, the one that is more popular. So that's exactly what's happening here. If you can't have, handle the tension, then you're essentially like that restaurant that nobody wants to go to. So the way I recommend doing this is putting yourself in more banter-filled, high-tension situations more often, because tension is just one of those things that the more you experience it, the higher your tolerance to it gets. Just like drinking alcohol or anything in life, or you know, doing bicep curls. The first time it's going to be hard. Your muscle's is going to be sore. You're not going to. Really like all that tension, but the more you do it, that muscle grows, the better you get at handling that tension. If that makes sense, then leave a like at the bottom of this video. So let's get into number three, which is recognizing your frame, all right? There's always one of two frames that you can have. You can either be the buyer in an interaction or you can be the seller, all right? The seller is like the used car salesman who really is needy for you to buy his cars. He's like, hey, you wanna buy a car? I want you to buy this car, this car is awesome. Here, I don't know anything about you, but buy this car because I want your money, right? That's the seller. Whereas the buyer is the person who's like, You know, I'm not quite sold on this car. It looks cool, but I don't know yet. Show me that one. I want to explore my options. Tell me about that one, tell me about that one. How does this one differ from this one, right? The buyer versus the seller. But here's the thing, man. You can choose what frame you want because even the car salesman can be the buyer in the interaction. And the only difference is that he's asking you questions to get you s- yourself qualifying yourself to him, right? And you can do this with questions, you can do this with getting the other person to open up about stories about themselves. And really just qualifying yourself means that you're selling yourself to the other person. So if a car salesman, an actual salesperson, wanted to be the buyer in the interaction, he could look at a prospect and say, you know, tell me a little bit more about yourself and what you do. Are you qualified to buy this car? Do you even have enough money to buy this car? If not, or if this car is not, if I deem that this car is not a good fit for you, then I'm not even gonna try to sell it to you period, right? So if you wanted to walk into a bar and you know you approach a girl, you can put yourself in the position of the buyer by simply thinking, okay, this girl is hot, but I'm not sold on her yet. I want to see what else she has to offer to the table, right? Because if all she has is superficial looks, then I'm not interested because I want someone who not only has good looks, but also has a good personality to match it. And this is all about knowing your own standards and knowing how to look for those in conversation with a girl. And that way, when you're bantering with a girl, when you're talking to a girl, if she doesn't necessarily, fit one of your qualifications or if she gets offended at something that you say or maybe she never goes out and does anything adventurous or spontaneous you can playfully disqualify her because you actually want a girl like that oh you've never been out of the state of Arizona that's so unfortunate because I really like girls who are well-traveled because I just feel like girls who never get out of their hometown and their home bodies you know they kind of stay in their shell so tell me like when's the last time you did anything that was a little bit outside of your comfort zone and because I'm saying that my standard is this and I'm playfully pushing her away or actually disqualifying her based on that, then I can say, ask her a follow-up question to get her to tell me about a time that she did something that was outside of her comfort zone. Anytime she answers a question like that, she's gonna start selling herself to you and qualifying herself to you, and now you're in the position of the buyer in that interaction. So that's the third one, and the fourth subtle banter switch that I wanna give you today is simply steal from the best, all right? Steal from the best. Now, who's the best at banter? Obviously, beautiful women, women who get hit on a lot by guys, women who get approached by guys, women who go out to bars and nightclubs. These girls are in banter-filled, tension-filled situations all the time. They've seen the best game and they've seen the worst game, which means that they're very likely quick-witted. So anytime you find yourself in a conversation with a girl and she says one of those one-liners that is like, you have literally nothing to come back with to it, and that was like such a quick-witted response from her and it was kind of funny in the moment and it really just amplified the sexual tension between you two, make note of it. Go into your phone and write down like the line that she said, that way you can seal that line and the next you have a conversation that's similar to that you can whip out that line because you literally just modeled the best and in fact that secret that i just gave you it's actually secret number 12 right out of the book 107 proven ways to get the girl and if you don't already have this book i want to give you a copy just like this hard copy for free all i ask is that you help cover some of the small shipping and handling costs and we'll ship this book to you a book just like this anywhere in the world so for you to grab your copy all you got to do is go to HowToGetTheGirlNow.com or click the link in the description below this video that said if you follow these four banter switches that I just gave you in this video, then you're most definitely gonna smash on this Monday. That said, I'm gonna see you in the next Wednesday video and if you wanna see your question answered on Friday for a Friday Q&A, then leave your questions below this video and we'll answer them rapid fire style on Friday. That said, I'm gonna get out of here, man. Peace out.